Look at you. You made it. It's another episode of We Did That Shit Podcast, where we talk about who did some shit, how we got through some shit, and what we learned from shit. I'm Maya. And I'm the B. Podcast family, we appreciate you for your support. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Hey, Maya. Hey. What's going on? Uh, another week. Another week. Let me tell you something. These weeks is flying by. Me and the girl at the front desk of my job, we really have nothing to talk about, but everything to talk about, I think. And um, every day we say the same thing. The weeks is flying by. It's like I could time exactly when she's going to say, it's Wednesday, it's Thursday. It's like... I know, like, we're running out of summer vacation. <laughs> we running out of time. I think it seems like. Well, damn. <laughs> I know. That sounds crazy. We running out of time. Right. Yeah, we running out of summer like vacation. Like, hospice or something. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. My bad. I was just saying. <laughs> so, how was your week? We really are running. Um, you know what? I don't you know, my job is, it's really, it really is something. Mm. It, it, it's, you are something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's really time to rethink things when you have to, like, you know, I pray without ceasing anyway, mm-hmm. but as soon as I pull into the parking lot, I'm like, okay, Lord, mm. I walk through the door. I'm like, help mm. me. You know, I get through the foyer, I'm crying out. You know, it's I gave myself a little time. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I gave myself a little time limit. I don't know. Um, that was funny as hell. I don't I'm even serious. know why. My bad. <laughs> because I'm serious. I just, um, I really, really love what I do. Mm-hmm. I really just want to be able to do that as a independent contractor or I don't want to be what the thing that I like least about the job mm-hmm. even more than like the people there is coming to the same place every day, every day, every day, every day, sitting at the same desk, doing it, seeing the same, that monotony. I just, ugh. right. Anywho, I'm saving lives. I'm going to continue to save lives. I gave myself a date of when I'll be out, you know, just in time not to run out of summer vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can do it. I got faith in Thanks, you Maya. to be out of there. I'm telling you, when I go into business, you know I'm calling you because you be serious about that stuff on a fucking mission. Yeah. Until the work is done. Right. It's kind of people I need in my life. People with some work. <laughs> especially, especially when somebody tries to say that you can't do it or when exactly. they try to doubt you, then you know I'm really on a mission then. Mm-hmm kind of people I need on my own. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, what's up? Who did some shit this week? So, you don't want to know about my week or? I thought you told me about 
about your week? No, I said the weeks is flying by. I didn't really tell you about my oh, week. Okay. But now, if you want to just get right into I it. I know how, no, because no, I want to hear about your week. I want to hear, was there good parts? Because I know some of the parts. No, it wasn't no damn good. I mean, well, it was going, <laughs> it was going okay. It was going okay. But then, you know, my mom had to go into the hospital. Um, and that's always stressful. And what I realized this weekend, uh, when my mom was in the hospital, I realized that people irked the shit out of me. And this is why, because I always had people say to me, like, Oh, you can't be going through that much stress. You're always on vacation. You don't have no kids. This, that, and the third. And we talk about this time and time. Again, it's a recurring theme in the podcast. You don't know the stress that somebody freaking has. Stop thinking that you know somebody's life from the outside looking in. Like, I have a lot of stress. Just because I don't talk about it all the time or I'm not wearing my stress on my sleeve, it doesn't mean that I don't have any, you know. So, I mean, what? Just dummies, the dummies, you know, just dummies. Yeah, just just saying dumb shit out their mouth, you know. But um, you know, the week other than that, it was all right. Not much to write home about, and I wish that I didn't have that to report. But I do, and my mom is doing better. She's home now. She's resting, and um, yeah, you know. So let's get it. Yeah, you what? here for a minute and I didn't even see. Well, you. nobody saw me. Nobody even knew I was in town. The only time people know that I'm in town when I don't want them to know. And it's not that I don't want people to know that I'm in town, but you know how it is when mother's in the hospital. I'm focused. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't really have time to um, be calling people like, hey, what's going on? I'm in New Jersey. Like, right. it, you when when people know I'm in New Jersey is when I post on Facebook about food. That's when people know that I'm in New Jersey because I'm always posting like it's too much temptation. You know, I'm going Mm -hmm. to the uh, Spanish store to give me some rice and beans. I'm going to give me cheesesteaks. Just, you know, I want to pay. Exactly. That's when people know that I'm in town. Other than that, it ain't for you to know. You know what I'm saying? But if you was calling and checking on me saying, hey, how you doing? Everything good with you? Then you would know that I was in town. But that's uh, another episode. Not you ain't got no stress, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but yeah. So now we could go ahead and get into the who did some shit for the week. I'm just gonna say it really is. I'm gonna let you do all your who did some shits, and podcast family. None of these who did some shits are mine. Like I know about them, but it's so much shit going mm-hmm. on. Like, it's ridiculous. It's almost like, you know what? I can't be here on this earth. Right. This minute now. Like, I can't even be a part of this Negro spiritual. What is, it's just so much stuff going on. It's just absolutely crazy. So let's talk about the things that you have for who did some shit. Well, the biggest thing this week, uh, the biggest takeaway from this week that is going on is the situation where I'm Rosa. Mm. Mm. And, you know, when we first started the podcast, we had talked about not talking about 45 and all of that. But you can't escape them. You got to talk about it. And now here we are with this Omarosa situation. So, you know, Omarosa was fired from the White House. And now um, it's been coming out the last 
I think week or two or so that Amarosa has tapes. She has taped uh, her firing in the White House in the Situation Room by um, General John Kelly. She has taped uh, 45 saying the N-word. She, she has all kinds of stuff, you know. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, it's not alleged because mm-hmm. she she's sharing the tapes. No, it's right. But uh, and everybody that's heard the tape so far is saying that they never heard him say the N-word. You know what this, these tape situations specifically reminds me of that damn Stormy Daniels. Mm-hmm. You know, she talking about she got all these receipts, you know, and then she gets on these TV shows and, you know, interviews and yeah, where are your receipts? Right. You know what I mean? This is just regular shit. What are you talking about? Right. Well, Amarosa is coming out and she is sharing her receipts. She has no problems with sharing her receipts. But see, she is sharing the the recordings, but they're not, the recordings aren't saying anything super inflammatory. They're not as inflammatory as his own tweets. Well, did you want to read what the tweet said? And then I'll go into my whole spill about Amarosa. And I just want to say, you know, I know that you have no sympathy for Amarosa and neither do I. Like, None. you know, that's on you, boo, with your dumb self. You know, that's on you. And I even don't even read, you know, Donald Trump's tweets like ever, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. But I saw this on my Facebook timeline like so many times. And I was like, so when I read it, I just was like, and I don't want to say I couldn't believe mm-hmm. it, but this is the leader of the free world, like the president of the United States. I'm not a citizen here. I, I'm mm-hmm. not, but I, I couldn't, I can believe it. I can believe it, but this is what the president, and I'm just saying, just imagine if any other president said anything like this, but this no, is what it's the not, president that's, that's, said. it's not imagine if any other president said this, it's imagine right. if president Obama said this, every other president prior to president Obama was uh white, white males, Every one of them, you know, we had 43 and now with 45, that makes 44 white males. They probably said worse stuff than this. It just wasn't out well, there. Well, Donald Trump is and, an orange well, cheeto. He's not tr- really white. Okay, He's that too. But, but, you know, they probably said worse things than this. I mean, Thomas Jefferson owns sleeves. You can't get much worse than that. But it's crazy that even with a president who owned slaves, it doesn't even seem as bad as this joker. Like, he is out of control. So go ahead and read the tweet. Go ahead and read the tweet before we get into it. What did he say about Amarosa? It says, he says, when you give a crazed, crying, lowlife a break and give her a job at the White House, I guess it just didn't work out. Good work by General Kelly for quickly firing that dog. <laughs> he called her a dog and it got 86,900 likes, 20,800 retweets, uh-huh. and 67,800 comments. I think it's laughable. I don't feel wait, or I have no not 
a drop I know, of sympathy know. for Amarosa. Not a drop. And I don't have a drop of sympathy for any black person who goes and serves under him, who goes and meet with him. We talked about it last week when the black pastors went and met with Donald Trump. I have literally no sympathy for any of them. You put yourself in the position that you were in. You came out, you was praising this man. You was talking about people are going to bow down to him and he was going to make examples out of people. Well, sweetie, you was talking about yourself and you didn't even know it. Now she says that she's the preacher. So obviously she's seen something that we ain't see. Uh, God told her something that he ain't telling the rest of us. You, you, you literally spoke your situation into life. That's what you did when you came out and you took the job. And the fact that he has now come out and called you a low life and he called you a dog and he called you a, a, a nigga and he called you all kinds of stuff. I'm sure he didn't probably called you a bitch. He didn't probably called you everything, but what you think that you are as a child of God. And that's what you get. That's what you get. And the thing about it, about all of these black people who continuously do stuff like this, and then it comes to bite them in the ass and it comes to be a pie in their face. You deserve it. You deserve it. She turned her back on the black community, but just as like, for example, Bill Cosby, you turned your, your back on the black community. The black community was a shit. They needed to pull the pants up, teach the kids, do this, that, and the third. And it wasn't what he said. It was the way that he relayed the message. Amarosa, you put yourself in the situation. And that's why he got fired in the situation room. <laughs> and so you didn't want the black community to be on your side. You was, you, you know, you ain't want the black community then, but now all of a sudden you want everybody in the black community to be like, Oh my God, all up in arms because this man who showed you who he was from the beginning called you a dog. Well, dog. Well, dog. Oh my. No, I don't. I, I, let me tell you something. I am tired of people doing what they want to do and then coming back and coming to us and saying, Hey, no, I didn't do. No, no. You put yourself in the, you put yourself in the position. If Donald Trump never would have fired Amarosa, Amarosa still would have been turning her back against the black community. If Amarosa never would have been fired, she wouldn't have been doing shit for us by us to us with us for us so goodbye dog I, I i have no i have literally no sympathy for her you deserve everything that you're getting because that's what you wanted when you want well, what let's you just want say this she's not doing anything for us no you know, and it, she's and it, reacting and she, to getting fired she's not doing anything no for and us. she but here's the thing like you want us to now champion you and be on your side you're like oh and here's the thing she came out and she says that i have all of this proof that he was calling people this and calling people that and, and doing all of this stuff that he wasn't supposed to be doing right specifically to people of color now if you had all of that and you was in it right that's like me and you, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sitting around a bitch and I'm letting her talk about you like the damn dog. She calling you all kinds of whores, low life dogs, everything. And I ain't saying nothing. But then as soon as me and the chick fall out, I come back to you and I'm like, yeah, Sherry was calling you all kinds of dogs and bitches. And yeah, and you was letting her like at, at the time when y'all was cool, you was letting her. So at the time that you mm -hmm. and this man was cool, it was cool for him to do everything he was doing to us, cutting pro programs calling us all kinds of low lives and us dogs but now that the, now that you ain't with them no more now you like girl can you believe yep i can 
I can, and I believe that you get everything that you signed up for, and you love the attention, and dog, or no, now you want to play the victim, I don't feel sorry for you, bye, next, so who did some shit, what's the next thing, wait, do you have anything to add, or what? No, oh, okay. I don't, no. All right, well, the next thing, speaking of black women, um, is, did you hear what happened with Nicki Minaj? She bought Safari a hairline. She 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 bought Safari a hairline, and and now you want to talk about buying them a hairline. First of all, you bought them a hairline. Mad it's a nice ago. gift. It's a it's a it's a great gift. I didn't it's know you nice could gift. buy a damn hairline, <laughs> and now that I do, it really shows me you can get anything. That's why I'm going to go get the surgeries that I'm thinking about getting because like you could get anything. You get a six pack. You could get. Um, calf muscles, you could get a hairline, you could get a new vagina, you could get penile implants, you could get anything you think about, you could get. You could rebuild your whole self. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. Like Legos. <laughs> like Humpty Damn Dumpty. I mean, and so Nicki Minaj um, dropped her album. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me today, "Has I have I listened to it?" And I'm thinking to myself, like, have you ever sat down and discussed wow. the rap with me? And I it. was like, "Yo, you heard that new Nicki Minaj? <laughs> no, ever, never. <laughs> why would you? I'm going to go see Y Clef. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, FYI, nobody. Uh -uh, we ain't got this. <laughs> yes, they, they do. And, We're talking about Nicki Minaj. Cut it out. Let's go. FYI, nobody <laughs> go like is going to a Wyclef concert. But anyway, that's not true. Anyway, Nicki Minaj. she dropped her album. <laughs> so now that she dropped her album, I guess she's trying to sell the album because um, the work don't speak for itself. I don't know. But she on like a warpath. So now she's talking about everybody. She went on Funk Master Flex. You know Funk Master Flex, right? Mm -hmm. She went on his show and she was all telling him all of this uh, stuff about Safari and how Safari stole her credit cards and how he was buying prostitutes. And so when he said buying the prostitutes, this is just a cliff note to that. Funk Flex, you're corny. I... He like, yo, buying prostitutes. Oh my God, I can't believe it. And it's like, you was with Mr. Mm -hmm. C's. You was taking care. You was taking up for him. Right. And he was buying prostitutes, my man. So, like, you obviously with the buying prostitutes. Stop and acting. learn from you. Right. Exactly. Stop yes. acting like you so, like, it's such a big, you know, big deal. But anyway, her and Safari was going back and forth on Twitter. The barbs was all up in arms. The little kids that are her supporters. And... I know you probably ain't got much to say, so I'll just say a little something. These women is out here going crazy. And I don't feel sorry for her either. Why are you now trying to sell your album and you coming out talking about Safari? You and him broke up like five years ago. I mean, like... It's been five years? It's been like five years since they broke... I'm telling you, we running out of time. That's how fast the time goes. You you broke up with this man five years ago. You ain't talking about Meek Mill. Y'all just broke up. You talking about Safari. Like, obviously, you still love the man because you ain't still talking about nobody that much that you don't even still love. And you're talking about buying him a hairline like it's so bad. You didn't bought your whole body. What do you mean? First of all... 
first of all, everybody knows, like, I'm not into all this hippity-hop, bibbity-bop, all the pop culture or whatever. I do hear some things or whatever. Some things might pique my interest or whatever. But when you said five years, that just shows how very insignificant Nicki Minaj really is because I forgot all about me Phil like she said like me and Safari was together yesterday and I wasn't even thinking about none of that like lady have several seats um two for each butt cheek I don't know just sit your ass down somewhere and if you're supposed to be here's the thing if you are this is what I'll say about that and we'll move on if you're supposed to be the rapper you know you're supposed to be the Mm -hmm. one um, you're supposed to be on a level of like Beyonce, you know, or uh, Jay Z, or like uh, Not. right. But the thing is, is that you championing yourself after these people. You say that you're on their level. If you're on their level, do you ever see Beyonce, Jay Z, any other legend? Because that's what you say that you are. Come for other people, mm-hmm. or talk about, talk to the fans, like, or listen to what somebody else is saying. No, you you don't see them doing that. If you're supposed to be the one, then act like you're the one, and you're on your own level. Like, I'm never going to look at example one of my exes, like chicks that he dealing with, and be like, yeah, we on the same level. No, we not. We're not. Never. <laughs> We're not on the same Never. level. You know what I'm saying? Like we we are, Never. and I'm not going to address you. Now, if you in my face, that's something totally different. But like, I'm not going to address you. I don't have to. You're you're like not relevant to me. And I'm not saying that the fans or anything aren't relevant. But Nicki Minaj, like, come on. I just missed the yesteryears when celebrities was like over here and they ain't really have access you ain't have access to them and right you didn't know all the stuff yeah about it right. just it just made it so much better it it made it like you are a star you know what i'm saying like uh, mm-hmm. today's people you're not stars it's it's too much mm-hmm. it's too much period yeah that too but moving on from that so did you hear about the woman Sherelle Bates um, in North Carolina who was shopping at a Staples for school supplies and uh, she was stopped and told to lift up her dress because she was stealing uh, school supplies mm-hmm. and it turns out mm-hmm. that she's 34 weeks pregnant mm-hmm. with twins? Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? I heard about it briefly, and this is what I want to say. This really makes me sad. Mm -hmm. Not that it's unbelievable, because I believe everything, but because Staples really has, you know, when you work for an office, whatever, we order from Staples for years and years Mm -hmm. and years. Different companies I've worked for, whatever. Staples literally has like the best customer service ever. Mm-hmm. You can call them and be like, your motherfucking bitch, <laughs> you sent the wrong paper. You didn't do this, you did it. They're like, ma'am, I am sorry for right. experiencing these difficulties. We will do whatever we can to correct the situation ex- you know, expediently. They like the Chick-fil-A you, I mean, of office supplies. Like, I mean, for real. Like, I don't care what happens. They always, always, always had the best customer service and i did realize very early on that it, it's not reflective of their stores mm-hmm. it's never reflective of their stores because in the stores you have the geeks in the copy center right 
and you know with the printers and stuff and then you have like mm, that person in high school that was swore they was popular somebody was going to take care of them forever mm. <laughs> you know Johnny Flash quarterback right. halfback prom king and now he's working at the local state right. stocking you know <laughs> that's kind of how the stores are staples so I am not surprised and I know that you hopes that she sees I hope she does I don't care if she, I don't care. I, I know that we were um, speaking about the situation and you were saying that the woman who sued Target, when she was falsely um, accused. She was No, she was strip searched because she was stealing. Then she lost the, yes. the lawsuit against uh, Target. I don't care. Sue these people. You are pregnant. You are carrying twins and someone even approached you about stealing you know you already are emotional hormonal the whole shebang this woman is like carrying twins carrying two lives and you stopped me for some nonsense and they fired the manager who did it but it's not enough like it's not enough staples mm -hmm. of course have come out with um I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and they said, as a result of this finding, the manager has been terminated and Staples apologizes to the customer. At Staples, we want all customers to feel welcome in our stores and work with our associates to foster an inclusive culture. As an organization, we would like to apologize to the customer as that was not the case in this instance. And that's all well and good, Staples, but I hope that she sues the hell out of Staples and I hope she wins I hope she wins a huge lawsuit and I don't care if Staples has good customer service or not things like this can't be tolerated you know you have to literally have a zero tolerance and this like I know when the stuff happened at Starbucks you were so you know impressed with the way that the organization mm -hmm. handled it, it and all that other kind of stuff right but I still don't go to Starbucks yeah me either but the, right. the thing is is like Staples is is it's a shame kind of that the companies have to um be held accountable for what individuals are doing but the individual works for the company and so it is what it is and i hope that this woman sues the hell out of staples and we will keep you posted on what happens follow the story again it was in uh pineville north carolina i think it's outside of charlotte north carolina that this happened you know, mm -hmm. people like you're walking out somewhere and somebody is saying to you, what's under your shirt? Like, you know, half ass, you ain't really paying them no mind. And then the person continues to follow you. Uh, of course, when you are pregnant, your whole thing is about protection, protecting yourself, protecting your unborn child. And you come and approach me about some nonsense. Mm -mm. Hell no. These, it's just too, it's too much. Mm -hmm. And speaking of being too much. It's two more things, and I'll, I'll be very quick. You know the, the thing that happened in Baltimore with the gentleman that was outside, and he was talking to the cop, and he the, mm -hmm. he said whatever he said to the cop, and then the cop, like, attacked him. 
two cops really, but the right. one cop so attacked ridiculous. him. So the cop was indicted. The one cop attacked, and the other one just stood, stood there. there and watched. And it go it listen. Was... It goes back to what I always say. I don't like cops. Everybody know that I don't like cops, and I don't like cops because it you're not protecting or serving the community. If it's one person. If, if if you have 70 cops and one cop is good, but that one cop doesn't say anything about the 70 other cop, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. the 70 other cops or the 69 other cops, then you're bad. It's point blank, period. Right. If you are protecting right. something that's going on, then you are a part of the problem. And that's just what it is. And so it, if you stand behind the blue and all of that other kind of stuff, then yeah, all cops is bad. And I don't want to hear shit else about it. It is what it is. Well, he got indicted. I say all of that to say he got indicted. And then, like, mm -hmm. but are we surprised? They always indict the black cops. No, because they're black. <laughs> right. But the, both of them should be, both of them should have been indicted. Yes. As far as, both of them should have, because that was just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So we'll follow that, see what happens there. Yeah. Well, I have one. Oh. I do want to talk about one. And it's, it's because I don't want to get too far into it, but um, Jordan McNair the young man um, at University of Maryland mm -hmm. that died after a workout from football. And now University of Maryland is coming out apologizing to the family, um, you know, saying that we're going to change policies. Right. The, the boy is dead. So they had like this really intense workout or whatever and all the heat mm -hmm. and everything. And he passed out. Nobody took his temperature. Nobody rendered first aid. Nobody did any vital signs. Nobody did anything. And nobody was fired. Did the, did the child have like medical problems or did he die from heat no. exhaustion or he had a stroke he, or he, like what? He, it was a heat stroke mm. and he died. Mm. But nobody followed any other protocol when the boy passed out. They was just like, let him rest. No ice bath. Didn't take his temperature. Didn't cool him down. Nothing. But my point is, nobody was fired. Mm -hmm. They have the athletic director on TV apologizing to the parents. And the parents, I'm sorry. I'm a very forgiving person. But the parents is just talking about, well, we just don't want this to happen to another family. Huh. Well, it, look, and I, I wouldn't want it to happen to another family either, but that school would be called the University of Baby. There is no way in the world. Nobody got fired. Yeah. Nobody. The, the, the sad nobody thing about it is in sports, you know, the sad, the very sad thing about it is in sports, um, they usually don't follow protocols. You know, it's all about like go harder, do more, be stronger, you know, cause we need the win, you know, it, it's sad because now these parents are burying their children. This school is not being held accountable and it's all for the win. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it they wasn't playing nobody. It was practice. We talking about practice. Right. But the thing is, is like <laughs> they practicing so hard so that they could get the win. Because why, if it's 100 degrees outside and it's 90% humidity, why are you outside practicing anyway? And the thing is, in sports, you play through extreme temperatures. You play through it being hot. You play through it being extremely cold, you know, et cetera. And I guess, you know, you kind of know what you're getting when you sign up for it. But if you saw that the child no. was having problems, 
No, what I'm right. saying is you saw the child That's was having right. problems because right. you probably ain't just passed out. He probably was stumbling or whatever the case, you know, and it was like, probably like, mm -hmm. oh, sit down. Right. And when he passed out, nobody followed the protocol. Nobody. Mm. Oh, let, right. He made it through the whole practice and passed out. Wow. That's a shame. Yes, it's, it's really it's yeah, it, it was it was terrible and nobody got fired or suspended or nothing. They said we're going to do what we can to change the culture. Oh, wow. yeah. Uh, now. Uh, no, mm -hmm. no. What does that say for that boy's life? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. Exactly. So I just wanted to bring up Jordan McNair because I just thought that was like a tragedy. And I know um, other athletes, usually they have heart conditions mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. were undiagnosed mm -hmm. and things like that when they die, you know, um, like on the court or on the field or something like that. But there was nothing wrong with this boy. Mm. And they literally, they killed him. Mm. 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 Right. And everybody has a job. Anywho. Well, rest in peace what to that young you? man and, and um, prayers go out to his family and, you know, his family is right. I hope that something like this never happens to another child. And, you know, the last but final thing that we have for who did some shit is about, I wanted to talk real quick about the, the Chinese store um, uh, incident that happened in Tulsa, Tulsa Oklahoma. So did you see that mm -hmm. video of that man sneaking that black woman? Mm-hmm. So, mm -hmm. so clearly she ain't got no daddy or no brother no daddy, or no daddy, uncle daddy, no or no. Or let me just I, let I me just tell the backdrop of the story real quick before I even state my opinion on the story. So the woman was walking in the store with her children. It was like a beauty supply store or something like that. Her child, like most children do, picked up something. Was walking around. I think it was like a keychain or something. He was walking around with it in his hand. They walked out the store. She was done. They walked out the store. She noticed that her child had the keychain or whatever the item was and was like oh you know damn he got this in his hand i think it was something like 99 cent she was going back in the store to let them know what happened the man behind the counter or in the store or whatever came running out of the store and she was like you know trying to explain to him what happened he wasn't trying to hear it she went to go walk away and he you know like walk away and, and he snuck her like in the face and she started bleeding from out of her mouth. And I just looked at that video and I was thinking, the first thing I thought was this. I think that videotaping things are wonderful because you get to see mm -hmm. what is going on out here in these really streets. Right. However, we got to stop videotaping some things and start having action behind this. Now, I don't want to promote violence, not in the least bit. I, I think that it's enough violence in the world. However, put them damn cameras down and sneak that mother sucker back. Like you, no, hell no. And the, and the bigger picture of this whole thing is these people come into these neighborhoods, they put these stores, they take our money, and we continue to patronize them, and they continue to treat us like shit. You know how many damn beauty supply stores it is in the hood? 
And I, you know how many beauty supply stores it probably is in Tulsa, Oklahoma? I know how many beauty supply stores it is in Camden. I don't got to go to Beauty Heaven. I can go to Cambridge. Like, right. you want to act right. crazy? I could take my money across town. And we got to stop putting our allowing money them. into these right. stores and allowing them to treat us like anything and then saying goofy shit like, oh, that's just how they are or get out of here or, you know, cussing them back out. No, stop putting your money into these stores. Take them out of business and then get your brother, your uncle, your man, your baby daddy, your somebody to go back up there and sneak his ass back. I mean, for real. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, even if, I know for me, if certain things happen and certain people find out, mm-hmm. yeah. there's nothing I could do. <laughs> there's, there's, there's do <laughs> you feel me? Right. There's nothing, there's nothing I can do. I can't stop. I can't. I can't, um, there's nothing I can right. do. You know, it's, it's sort of, I can't be like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, there, what? Yeah. I mean, come on. It, it, like, yeah, no. I'm tired of this. Like, like I, you need people in your life. Yeah. Like, and, and, people, she, maybe she just was there. She was transferred there from work. She by herself with her kids because she clearly can't have no family or friends. No, nah, she was just coming out the store. I mean, it happened. We don't know what happened after the fact. They ain't going to follow that part of the story. Right. I hope that something exactly. happened after the fact. And again, I don't want to promote violence. However, you're not going to sneak me, my man. You're, you're not, not going to sneak violence. me. And <laughs> exactly. then it's just like, oh, cool. That's why I keep that metal piece in my car for 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 sucker shit. I, I'm sorry, it's just too much. But it's too much. So speaking of, you know, nationalities and cultural change and things like that, I got some other shit on my mind. Uh, what else you got? So you know I was in Morocco for a week. Uh-huh. And I had a wonderful time. Uh-huh. I mean, had a wonderful time. You know, but I started thinking about manners. Mm-hmm. Mm. because you know we are a certain way and i know like you know there could be people from the same block right and they have different morals and values and things like that but manners you know you think some things are universal (laughs) right you know (laughs) there's some things that are universal like hello Mm -hmm. goodbye please Thank you. Mm. You know, things like Mm -hmm. that. Don't cut me off in traffic. Mm. Um, So a lot of the culture, and you know, I'm a big, I love culture, you know, when in Rome, all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff, whatever, all that is great. But yes, manners are not universal. Not at all. Yeah, they are not. They, They are not universal. And even, I know some people take issue like with Asian cultures because you ever see the videos of how the Japanese that take the subway and mm-hmm. stuff, they how they push them into mm-hmm. the subway. See, they're not it, they, they all in that close quarters and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So when you be shopping and you reaching for a cantaloupe and they take it out your hand and you look like that stuff is just regular. It's rude as hell, you know. But some of those things are regular to them. So there's some, you know, <laughs> don't I know it? <laughs> some some little some little do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm you know, of, of what manners are. So 
I I believe some dudes. Let's just talk to okay. some dudes. Saying hello. Mm. Saying hello is it's the polite thing to do. I don't care where you are. Now, preferably, and I know some people get upset or whatever, but preferably if you're in another country, learn how to say hello in their language. I mean, come on. If you're there for a day or two, learn a word. I guess. You learn oh a, a word. I guess. You know. You know, me and Deja had a little thing going on, like we had a competition of who could say hello, goodbye, please, thank you. May I have some water? And where's the bathroom? And it, but you, she beat me. Yeah, um, in, <laughs> I know in, she in did. many languages. <laughs> they should know like Asian languages and Arabic. Like she, she be. I think she's like twenty six or twenty seven languages. And nice. um, yeah. So and I do a few, but you know, saying hello is polite. That's good manners, mm-hmm. and preferably say hello in that person's language. Do you feel like you a know? person should say um, hello in that person's language when they are in this country or when they're in? Uh, well, I believe that if a person is in this country and they don't speak English, they should learn how to say no, hello, no, no. goodbye, please, thank you, may I have some water? Where no, not them. I mean us. If 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 a person is in our country, do you think that we should learn how to say hello, goodbye, thank you in their um uh language? No, we don't have to. It's America. We speak English. Okay. That, I think that's fine, and I don't think it's I don't think it's disrespectful. But if I go to Spain, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with learning some little hola and adios, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> I just, you know, I just no. But if they're if they're in a place where they speak English, no, I think it's fine. I don't think it's rude. Right. So saying hello, saying goodbye, please. Please should be universal names. Right. Every language has a word for please mm-hmm. or two or three. You know, please should be. Now, I don't, some people say please before or, you know, they say please and then the command. And then some people say the command and, and then the please. Mm-hmm. And, but, but it doesn't matter because please should be universal. Mm-hmm. Should wasn't a whole lot of pleasing. It, it, come on now. If you take a strong poll, please is universal every every language has a word for please so that should tell you that it's it's universal okay um thank you yes you know please and thank you they call the magic Uh words and but here's a big one excuse me let me me tell you something i'm glad that you brought that up because you know (laughs) that i live in a melting pot of culture you know Mm -hmm. i now live out and it's crazy because i went from the extreme hood where it was really just like a certain kind of people black people Mm -hmm. spanish people right and they could be spanish from all kinds of places puerto rico um el salvador uh honduras wherever right right Mm-hmm. And then I come to the area that I live in now, and it's just like so many different cultures, and mm-hmm. nobody knows how to say excuse me. And I right. say, and when my mother comes here to visit, we say the same exact thing all the time excuse me is universal. Or at least you, you think, think it should be. 
it, right. Right. You wouldn't be. <laughs> but I learned that different cultures say excuse me for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Like when we talked about how they ride the subway. Well, how are you saying excuse me if everybody all on top of each other like sardines in the subway? Like they don't say excuse me because they're close to you. They don't say excuse me when they're taking the fruit that you picked up out the bin out of your Who's hand. Who's taking the fruit out of your hand that you picked up? People do that. You ever been shopping and like you going through the rack and they come right up and, and you know, they touching you. Yes, that's you true. But I've never had anybody take anything out my damn hand. Oh, they do. Picking, picking fruit from the bin. Oh my gosh, it's like crazy. take it you out know, your I hand. Like I'm holding an yeah, orange like, in my hand getting, and they take it out my hand. Like, like touch me I'm, enough to I'm, take it out my hand. Like I'm in the bin. And you know, I'm 63 inches, so I really gotta get in there to get my watermelon. Mm-hmm. And they like, oh no, I want this one. Like I'm picking it up out the bin. And what you had that happen to you? It happens all the time. No, like I, never... I, be, I look at people, I mean, I say stuff. But they do it when you're clothes shopping, shoe shopping. They be all over like top over of top of me. Don't... I experience that all the time. I don't go to the outlets in this. I, I like. I literally have like some luxury outlets up the street from me. I could probably walk on. Not really, but I could walk there. I don't go there on the weekends because it's filled with people who aren't saying excuse me, who are over top of you. But I never had nobody take nothing out my hand. That would be a video moment. I just can't even imagine. It's like, don't take nothing out my hand, my man. And they don't think, they don't think anything of it. But you know how, like, if you're reaching for the same thing at the same time, Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's not like I have it and I'm like halfway to my cart. But you, and then they'll, you know, they'll take it. But you know, they don't say excuse. I'm, (laughs) they don't say excuse me. And so, and different people say excuse me for different things. Like if you pass somebody. If you pass somebody and you get close, they don't say anything. If you pass them and they bump you, then they may say something. If people, um, a lot of people think like natural body functions like flatulence or gas or burping or whatever. They don't say excuse me for that right. either. You know, a lot, they just be like, well, what? <laughs> it happens. It's like, you know what I mean? So I, yeah, the things I just thought it was universal. It's not it's universal. Not. Everybody, even though there is a word for excuse me in every language. It is. Please you learn know, it. And sometimes more than one word. Yeah, but it's not it's not universal. So um those are just things that I learned um, you know, just in my travels, and I just was like, mm, yeah, like no, this is wrong. Right. Like <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> like it doesn't and when I was in South Africa we had this one guy um one of our tour guides Muhammad mm-hmm. I'll never forget it but every everywhere you know people always you know where's the bathroom when we would get someplace whatever they'd be like oh where's the bathroom where's the bathroom and like maybe on the fourth or fifth day he just lost mm-hmm. it he was like it's a toilet you're not going to take a bath it's not a bathroom I'm like <laughs> calm down okay. right like <laughs> Out of all the things you could go you crazy know. for, that's what you went crazy right. for. Calm and down. He and that's what he said. He said it, it really bothers him that you know Americans mm-hmm. always ask to use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He was like, "You're not taking a bath. It's the toilet." But you know, a lot of places people just have problems with Americans. Period. So they do. But I just thought that was funny. Um. So 
you know, and there's different things like, you know, a tourist, because most places, you know, I go, I'm a tourist, mm-hmm. or versus residents. Mm-hmm. So, like, so if you're a resident, you need to learn language. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. You need to learn the language. And I'm not one of those rude people be like, oh, this is America, speak English, whatever. But, you know, I'll take my time with you, but you need to learn something. Yeah. Like, if you're a, re- you a resident, you want to be here, or if you are a resident of another country living in another country, right. you need to learn the language. Agreed. Like, it just doesn't make it right. Like, come on now. So, I think that should be um, learned by everybody, and some don'ts. Mm-hmm. Some, some Don't take the be. fruit out of somebody's hand, <laughs> i.e. the watermelon when I dig into the bin because I wanted the one that Yo. was real green. But what else do you have right. for don'ts? I mean, because that should be like number I, one on the list. I didn't know people was doing that. Did it. you know that public spitting is like universally rude? I think public spitting is no, I didn't know that, but I think public spitting is terrible. It's like disgusting. the hawk spit, it really like the uh, it did. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when I see people, when I see people spit, like when they spit in between Mm -hmm. their teeth or when they do the hawk spit, I'm always like, oh, it's disgusting. Like, spit in your house. Where in your house? Like in the toilet or in the sink or like in the tub or something. Well, I mean, I don't think it's nice. It certainly isn't nice to look at. But what if you just, you know over salivate and then you need to get rid of some stuff don't do it out in front of everybody like go in a corner listen it's a lady at my job who spits in the sink in the cafeteria like when she's washing her (laughs) this is why i do not eat i do not eat at the potlucks she washes her dish out the sweetest kindest woman you know one of the people that I do say hello to, she's, she washes out her dishes and et cetera. And then she spits in the sink. Like she puts water in her mouth, like as in to rinse her mouth out when she's like, you know, washing her dish. And then she spits. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah. Nobody, y'all don't, y'all don't have HR? Come on now. Yes. And everybody like watches. Everybody looks like, and oh, they don't think, I, you know, I don't think that they think anything is wrong with it. No one's face curls up or anything. But I'm sorry to go off on a tangent. What else do you have for the don't besides spitting? I mean, I, I'm done. I'm done. Well, the don'ts, I'm just going to say public spitting is a universal don't. Being loud, talking loud outside is a universal don't. Urinating in public. Lip. What, urinating No, be... <laughs> you, that's you was like, be, urinating in public? Like, you know that's not a don't? No, I meant being loud. <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of, most cultures um, really frown upon... Being you loud. Know, when you're outside, you know, right. Well, okay. You know, you don't, you're, you're causing a nuisance. And also, and I know this is universal, cutting people in line. Listen. That's, that's a universal don't. That's, and then people that, you know, you are in a foreign land and I'm not just talking about foreigners in America. I'm talking about if wherever you are, if you're not from there, you're a foreigner, don't be trying to act like you don't know. Right. 
You know what I mean? It's been a lot of that going on. But there are some things that I feel are universal. Do say hello. Do say please and thank you. Do say excuse me. There's excuse me in every language. Mm-hmm. And don't be spitting in public. Don't be outside being all loud. That's for your porch or in the house. You know, don't be peeing. In some places, peeing in public is against the law. Um, littering, which I hate. I can't stand a litter bug. I, it, it irks the, it irks me. Um, and cutting people in line. But people do it. People, if, if somebody... I don't know why this is so funny to me. If somebody will take no, listen. If somebody will take a watermelon out of your hand, oh my god! If somebody will take a watermelon out of your hand, you don't think they'll cut you in line? The same person who took the watermelon out your hand is probably the one that's cutting you, paying for your watermelon that they took out your hand. Let me tell you something. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Not just that. But I remember I used to work with this girl at Holmes Lounge. A little young girl. She's a little younger than mm-hmm. me. We went out last one night after work. It was like three or four of us. She said she had to go to the bathroom. We was like, all right, we going to go here, whatever. You know, you go to the bathroom. She was like, no, I can't hold it. And she peed? I was like, you want me to pull over? She was like, no, you don't have to pull over. I will never forget <laughs> this in my life. We was, <laughs> we was instead of the... Let me tell you, this girl, I am driving my Mazda MX-6. I really like that car. Anyway, I was driving. She was sitting in the front seat. She opened the door. She pulled her pants down. She opened the door. She held herself between the, she had, you know, she was squeezing herself in. Like she just opened her door Stuck her butt down like if I had hit a bump, she'd have scraped her ass. I ain't lying. And she peed while I was driving. And I was like, don't you sit your wet ass in my seat. Like, I couldn't believe this was happening. And she rode like a couple more blocks, like with the door open so that the air could drop. I was like, what the shit is this? I never Yo, seen nothing like it before in my life. No shade, but what and do I you think she doing like with her that. life right now? Like... Well, I did, like, so sometimes when our patients are, this is a true story. This is a true story. If, I am if not somebody, no, sometimes, tell me, go ahead. Sometimes when our patients are, when our patients are lost to care and we really try to see where uh-huh. they are or whatever. So we do check um, the incarceration logs and stuff like that. So one time I was checking <laughs> incarceration logs and, <laughs> and I did see her. Yo, if somebody, like, listen. If somebody stuck their ass out your door while you was driving and pee, so A, she was strong as hell. B, she a serial right. killer. Who is sticking their butt out your you. car while I'm you're driving? You. And even when you was like, you want me to pull over? She was like, nah, it's cool. Nah. I got it. <laughs> what? Nah. Yeah. Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. You you on a roll tonight. Somebody that took the watermelon out <laughs> your hand and then stuck their ass out your car and peed. Uh, the lady is spitting in the sink at my job. It's a lot. Ew, that is the in the cafeteria, like we're in the lunchroom though. In the lunchroom. And you didn't say you didn't say anything to her. I, I was. I can't let me tell you, you something. I was standing there the first time I saw it. You know how you see something. And it's just the, the 
the most egregious thing that you see and you just be like, you can't even say nothing because that's how it's just like, did you just do what I think you just did? And every time I see her, I just replay it in my mind. So every time she's talking, I'm just looking at her like, you spit in the sink. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she wasn't choking or nothing? No. She does it every time she's in there. That's why I don't eat in the cafeteria. Like, I literally sit in my car every day and have lunch because you can't eat in your offices, and that's why. But let's go ahead and wrap this thing on up because I could probably talk about this woman for another dang one hour. Um, before we get out of here real quick, do you have a, a quick personal journal? I always have a personal journal. Okay, well, what you got? Because I figured let's do it this My week. Personal... We've done personal journals in a little minute. Let's let's see what you got. So my personal journal is, um, that was funny. I got a bracelet when I was in Morocco. It was a gift from the birthday girl. It was very, very nice. Um, she very, I mean, it was unbelievable how she just put all these cards in a jar and she put everybody's name on a card and then she would just pick the name out the card and then she would say things about that person and we didn't know who she was talking about until she said you know such and such open your box because she had a gift oh wow beautiful and um it was really really nice and when i they were all bracelets and all the bracelets had messages on them mm. and i was really taken aback when i opened mine and um my bracelet said you're enough nice and yeah it really was and it really was um for me and i wore my bracelet today to work because it was my first um leadership meeting since i've been back mm -hmm. and a lot of times i you know because i get frustrated and i always keep quiet i don't say anything um but i wore my bracelet today and i felt empowered and i brought up things at work today and everybody voted against mm. in the meeting everybody was like no i don't think that's the way to go this 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 they can do it they can do it they can do it and i was like okay all right not five minutes after the meeting was over the person who's not in leadership that was assigned to do it went to them and said we can't do this <laughs> and i was like and i was just like and I looked at my bracelet and I'm telling you on my vision board, it says, um, it, it tells me to be the difference mm -hmm. and to dare to take the leap. Because a lot of times I just don't say anything, but I'm going to stop mm -hmm. that and I'm going to wear my bracelet for every leadership meeting. And that's my personal journal this week. Nice. You are enough. I am. Mm -hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. My personal journal this week is more of an update than it is a personal journal. Uh, many moons ago, when we started the podcast, I talked about, on one of my personal journals, I talked about not stressing, uh, you know, or trying to combat stress or just trying to do other things, uh, you know, in place of stress. And so I just want to report that when my mother called me crying and screaming and everything when she got sick in the hospital. No, let me back up real quick. Prior to that Thursday night, when it happened, 
I didn't talk to her. And I always talk to her before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what, right? So I didn't talk to her. Mm-hmm. And a, a part of me went into my old, like, uh-uh, something is wrong. But then the other part of me that's trying not to stress was like, oh, she's been out all day. She probably sleep. Mm-hmm. So when I woke up, I got dressed. I was going to work. I said, I talked to her like our regular time. Like we talked because we got a little schedule, you know. But then mm-hmm. she called me and she was hollering and screaming and this, that, and the third. And even through that, I talked to her the whole time before my aunt got there, et cetera, et cetera. You know, not to go all into the details. Mm-hmm. And I was not overly worked up like I normally am I was just like you know what I said a prayer I was just like breathe God get me through it and I came in here I threw some clothes in the bag and then I got on the road and then I went home but I was so proud of myself because I handled it a lot different than I normally do so you know what these personal journals yeah. are working uh, for my good and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I just wanted to give a little a report more than um, a personal journal for this week. I might have something for y'all next week. All right. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get on out of here for this week. We hope you enjoyed uh, the podcast for this week. Me going off on all of this. Who did some shit? And Babi's telling us all about the do's and the don'ts of manners. Make sure that you are a person that's saying, please, thank you. Excuse me. Make sure you're not a person that is spitting in public, urinating in public, especially out of moving car doors. Um, and uh, that you're not spitting in sinks at the office yes and uh don't forget that you can follow us on all social media sites you know we are on facebook instagram and twitter i tell you every week follow us at we did that shit it's one word y'all we did that shit uh if you have anything that you want to tell us you want to give us some do's and don'ts of manners that we should have had on the list shoot us an email uh, at we did that shit we did that shit at gmail.com it's one word y'all we did that shit at gmail.com we say it all the time you can listen to us Everywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, remember that we are on Anchor FM, we're on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, um, Google Podcasts, we're on Stitcher, CastBox. I mean, the list goes on and on. Anywhere that you can get your favorite podcast, you can surely get We Did That Shit Podcast. Remember that you can follow me on my personal uh, Twitter. It's MyMy13. That's M-Y-M-Y-1-3. And I'm at Babi Amina. That's B-I-B-B-I-A-M-I-N-A. Yeah, so remember a new episode drops every Monday. We will be here same time next week. Remember, be great this week. Do that shit. I love you, Maya. Love you too.